welcome. Everything is fine. This is a Good Place Podcast, brought to you by Nerdy Things Pod Productions. We're the Nerdy Boys. I'm Tim. This is Kevin and Jules. Say hello, guys. Hello. Hello, guys. And you have found your way back or found your way to... Everything is fine. A podcast. A podcast. What every this the time. second week I've done that. It's a podcast. A wow. podcast. I've never in my life said. I don't know what it is about that combination of words. But anyways, <laughs> this is a podcast. A thing that people do where they speak into the microphone and you listen to it on your phone most of the time. This is a podcast totally dedicated to NBC's hit TV show, The Good Place, tar- starring Ted Danz and Kristen Bell, amongst others. We love to come here every week and talk this show with you. We are, again, like I said, part of Nerdy Things Pod Productions. We do another podcast called Nerdy Things Podcast. You can find all the information about that, this show, our personal social medias, things of that nature at nerdythingspod.com. You can find this show on social media at Everything is fine podcast on Instagram, but you can follow Nerdy Things Pod on Twitter and all those other things. We also post news about this show there as well. Not to mention the big thing we want you to get involved with, which is growing every day, our Facebook discussion group. Our hardcore fans, which we've uh, gained some of already, have been very involved and we really appreciate it. But if you go to facebook.com or go to the app on your phone and search everything is fine up top, you will find our discussion group. And I think you'll have a lot of fun. Right now, it's mostly just talking about, you know, things that we went over in the last episode. But really, when this ramps up, when we go through show by show, which is what we're going to do every Monday for you guys... 26 full episodes leading up to the season three premiere this fall. Once that starts, then we can start to do the whole like conjecture thing. What do you think is going to happen next? What do you think this means? And that I can't wait for. So this is kind of the warm up, get to know you part of the discussion group, which I think you should be involved with so we can all be friendly faces. But come this fall, things are going to amp up and I can't wait. But for now, let's kick off this show. Last episode, we talked a little bit about uh, Chidi and his kind of perfect good place day, which was reading French poetry and rowing on a boat with a good wine. Eleanor didn't quite relate to that. I don't quite relate to that. So let's ask you guys, (laughs) what would be kind of your good place activity or good place day thing to do? Someone in the good place uh the everything is fine facebook group said the keyword of massage chairs a while back and i have not mm. gotten off that idea remember what was that name of the massage chair that you gave us or that you that you had me sit in at your store guys i forgot Cozia. what it was that was insane it it got all of my body got my legs got my head it put me like in a almost i was almost upside down i want one of those that oh, i'll yeah. be in there that put you into zero oh, G, that was my friend. Insane. So I want one of those for a couple of hours at least once I wake up. That's for sure. Um, in this episode, we saw a lot of activities that they go in and they do a lot of stuff. I want to play some bowling. That was a lot of fun. I want to bowl for an hour. That'll be fun. It's not too heavy on the activity. I was going to say golf or mini golf, but that's most of the time that's outside and I'm not a fan of outside. So bowling is almost always inside. So definitely some bowling. Almost always, except for that outdoor bowling. (laughs) Except for like the space bowling that you have in video games or whatever. (laughs) Never seen a bowling game, but uh, you know, just some inside activities, definitely. It's interesting that you mentioned massage jewels because 
Massage played into last week's episode and this week's episode. Sure. And they didn't even need chairs. But anyways. Oh. Wow. I, I think my good place activity would be like skiing, but it's so nice out you can ski in a short sleeve shirt. <laughs> Ooh. That you, would be it. That would be awesome. But not like water skiing, because that's that's for awful people. But like actual on the snow yeah. skiing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was so rare back when I used to ski religiously to be able to scare it, to ski in a short sleeve shirt, but it was heaven. That's my good place. You used to ski? Oh heck really? yeah! I don't oh, know constantly. if he's sarcastic or not. I, oh. I no, I was part of the ski club. My middle school had a ski club, <sighs> and every weekend we used to go to a different mountain in the area and ski. The the teacher that ran this actually had a ski rental shop in his basement he did not rent to the public he only rented to this ski club this guy had <laughs> thousands and thousands of dollars worth of merchandise that was sitting there unused because he would rent it out to 40 people every year it was that amazing. guy is definitely going to the good place i don't for sure that guy is definitely like some sort of weirdo that's living now in a dumpster somewhere or something. I don't know how he lived, but I swear to God, that was amazing to me when I was in middle school. We went to Canada for all a right, week. All right, enough it lies, was awesome. Kevin. Jesus. All of this is sounding very suspicious. This man brings children to his basement to I rent know. skis that he only rents to them and then takes them for week-long trips to Canada. I know. He's some sort of wood fairy that rents skis. I don't I know, know how Kevin well enough, but then I know Kevin not that well enough to be like, it's on the fence for this one. So it could have all been lies that he'd been saying or true. So I uh, will leave that for you <laughs> listeners to decide. Tim, I kind of believe he lived it. on Penny Lane. I just kind of believe that there's some children that didn't enjoy their experience as much as you. But anyways, sure. <laughs> um, I, I would golf. We talked about this last week. Mm -hmm. I, you know, the the whole Janet bring me this golf course, man. That would be my my everyday good place activity. I'd be out there five hours playing golf, come back in, have a nice steak, delicious steak and a scotch. Oh, it would be, it would be heaven. It would just be um, what is it called? Frozen yogurt, though. Or do yeah, they have steaks? Yes. Yeah. It wouldn't be steak. It would be I'm like sure it, it would be a steak burger. It would be like ground meat put together, you know, in a big giant Some, burger okay, that I'd have to uh, cut up. You brought up steak burger. Someone the other day tried to tell me that burger and the steak burger doesn't taste the same. I I tried the You'd cook it different. What is it called? Not In and Out. The other place. There's another one that's red. But I tried another one that that's like famous for your steak burgers. And this person was like, "They're not the same. They're not the same. Whatever." I'm like, "I I know they're not the same. They don't look the same, but they taste very similar. And I don't care the difference. Like it doesn't matter." And someone tried to just kept saying like, "They're not the same." And I'm like, "I don't know." That's well, enough it's all time ground beef, Jules. Exactly. So. It's all ground beef. Like, who cares? She's like, I'm I'm part of a culinary whatever. I don't care. It tastes the same. It doesn't matter if it looks or if it's made the same. If it tastes the same, it's the same. <sighs> Thanks, guys. Thanks I for put, listening. I put <laughs> rosemary in my hamburgers, and it doesn't taste the same as most people's. Oh, They're well, there you delicious. go. They are forking amazing. Not going to lie. <laughs> 
So, yeah, there we go. That's what we would be doing in The Good Place. Uh, look forward to that topic on our discussion board this week where you can share what your Good Place activity would be. But let's get into this week's news. We had a couple of things. One that I want to bring up, um, you know, a little more of a, I guess, serious topic, but a good cause. Uh, Kristen Bell, as we've mentioned on social media, uh very honest about herself for personal relationships, things like that. And she's uh, mentioned quite a few times that she has dealt with anxiety and depression, something that's uh, near and dear to, I think, many people in this society. And trying to bring awareness, she is part of um, something called the Child Mind Institute's a campaign called My Younger Self, hashtag My Younger Self. And it's kind of like advice they give to their younger self about dealing with depression and anxiety and stuff like that. So if you are somebody who has those kind of issues, uh, join Kristen Bell and, and share your experience if you can get comfortable enough or or seek the help of others through this this organization or through this movement to just kind of own and be comfortable with the fact that not everything goes perfect in life, right? We're not all in a good place. So you can you can own up to your your struggles and say that we're, we're all go through stuff at certain times. So sure. And that's, that's kind of awesome that that's going on on like social media and a platform and she's kind of leading that. And, you know, we're, we're kind of of the nerdy nature and usually it is kind of taboo to kind of talk about that kind of stuff, but definitely know that it's okay and you're not alone and people feel all kinds of things all the time and you're not just by yourself on this. So definitely do that. And if you feel comfortable doing that, go for it. But if you want, you know, like help and all that stuff, it's out there. So that's cool. Yeah. So good on, you know, we get a lot of good people on the good place doing positive things in the world for people. And I think that's really cool in supporting the show is you've got people that are doing social activism for causes that are all really good. Do you think that's a coincidence or is it super awesome? Like (laughs) that, that that was part of the audition process. (laughs) I know, right? <laughs> right? It's tough to say, but it's weird. You know, T- Ted Danson's got his environmental activism and uh, Jamila obviously has her body image, uh, you know, that she tries to promote positive body image. And Kristen Bell's got a lot of different stuff, but, you know, here with the depression and, and anxiety. So, yeah, it is interesting that they picked actors that in the real world are out doing good things. So I just think it's kind of cool. But onto something a little more humorous, because this is a humorous TV show. Many of you may know that in the land of England, there's a royal wedding coming up with Prince Henry of Wales and Meghan Markle getting married. And it's a big to-do when there's a royal wedding. And I sound a little bit like Tahani, but um, apparently they mint a coin when when oh, royals are that. getting married. Yeah. Yeah. So if if anybody wants to to Google it, go, you know, Google the royal wedding coin for for Prince Harry and and is it Harry? Henry, sorry. And Meghan Markle. And the article that we read points out that the pose that they're in kind of looks like that meme of the guy walking with the girl where he looks over his shoulder at the other girl passing by. It's very much like that. (laughs) It's really funny. So somebody, uh, Chris... Uh, the Barker on Twitter at Chris the Barker photoshopped the the coin as the background of that meme, and then the girl walking in the front, which was kind of funny. But somebody else at MGNIM commented, "She's marrying Ted Danson." And if you look at Prince Henry in this in this image, this minted silver image, whatever it is, he totally could be Ted Danson. And that's the tie-in. Oh, no. Do you guys look at this out right now? Yeah. (laughs) What? Right? What is this coin? 
How much is it worth? That's silver? Jesus. I, maybe. I don't I mean, I'm assuming it's silver. It's royal. It's, yeah, it's, it's royal. It's commemorating a royal wedding. They get into everything over there. I don't know. Oh, my. <laughs> over there. People yeah. love it. They love People it. People all over the yeah. world love royal weddings. Ooh, yeah, it's a big thing. Oh, my but, goodness. Uh, Isn't there yeah, like Ted a baby Jansen. that came by? Is, was there a new baby? That's his brother. Yeah, the baby just stopped by. Just hey, stopped in just for, stopped, for something. Just the just baby just came by. by. Sorry, I'll stop. Yeah. Don't do that ever again. Yeah, Jones. his brother, who's in line to be king someday, he's got th- two kids, three kids now. I don't know, something like that. Whatever, doesn't matter. Little stuff. Like we don't care. Dancing. Yeah, it does kind of looks like. That's Ted really Dancing. what matters. Is that in this mint, Prince Henry Henry looks just like Ted Danson. <laughs> that's great. So. Yeah, that's this week's news. You know, just some fun stuff. Nothing really big going on. But that brings us to the very special segment that people just continue. The social media out uh, outpouring on this is just outrageous. We actually literally had one of our fans <laughs> comment on one of our posts and say, I love the out of context quotes of the week. It's, it's, I mean, it's not just lies this time. It's not just it's Tim not just lies fibbing. ever. But okay. this, there's, there's social media proof. <laughs> You can see it. The other ones are just my personal interactions with fans oh, that I, okay. I see on a day-to-day basis Jeez. because you know, we're so huge. But <laughs> this is an actual post. You can see it. People love the out-of-context quotes of the week. Sure. So let's keep that rolling, guys, and let's check out out-of-context quotes of the week. Kick it off, Jules. All right. Here's a good one. I, I have two this week, and they're pretty cool. Some, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot this week, but it's okay. Some The, the ones we have are really good. Let's get into character. I once posed as a hot prom date for my cousin, both helping him and later, according to his therapist, not helping him. <laughs> and this one's by Ted Danson, I think. Yeah. Let's keep an eye on twigs that may have a nefarious agenda. <laughs> I loved that one. There's something about him saying the word nefarious. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> oh, that was good. Ugh. All right, Kevin, what do you got this week? So I had, there's something so human about taking something great and ruining it so you can have more. (laughs) I was like, I stopped and I was like, that's fair. Okay. Right. And then I had, uh, she's pretty like Nala from the Lion King. And she's, she talks so smart like Nala from the Lion King. I didn't write that down only because I knew one of you guys would come up with that one. Uh, Yeah. My, so I had to. We were watching that today, and, and my wife actually said, that's going to be Jules's quote right there. Like she, <laughs> she had that pegged as yours. <laughs> I thought about it, but I was like, ah, oh, that might be too long, but then, yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right, so I have three of them this week. Um, of course, we got Jason. Uh, do I be nice to Tahani or throw all her jewelry in the toilet? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I love that that's the opposite Literally of being the nice, opposite. right? Yeah, clearly. It's either be nice or throw her jewelry in the toilet. <laughs> and a couple of Michael ones. Love me some Michael quotes. Since we're becoming friends, like Ross and Phoebe. Oh, God. Because <laughs> that's the greatest example on that show yeah. right there. Oh, God. This is so interesting. There's no point to it. The images on the screen relate to nothing. Then some time passes and it's over. Wow, are we are we still talking about Avengers: Infinity War, Tim? No. <laughs> yes, pretty much. That was Michael summed up my thoughts on Infinity War perfectly right there. Oh man, those are but, great. Though. Yeah, I love how he's so excited. It's just he's basically saying that this thing is nothing, but he's deliriously excited about oh doing it. Oh my gosh! It. So, the typical Michael fashion. But that guys was out of context quotes of the week. So that means we're gonna start, start start talking about the episode. 
And every time we talk about the episode, we have to kick it off. We have to begin with the world famous synopsis by Kevin. Oh boy. All right. So in this episode, Eleanor has agreed to be Michael's assistant and help find the thing that's wrong with the world. She is the thing that is wrong with the world. So she does not want to help him. So when he is going nuts, looking at rocks to see which one of them has nefarious agendas, she decides to take a break and they go to an arcade and play the bowling and skee ball and claw machine. And that relaxes him enough to figure out he knows what's wrong with the world. And she thinks it's her. I love it. What a great episode. It was. This was a, this was a fun one. Again, I love how the plot lines are becoming kind of linear. Easy to follow yep. through, easy to talk about, but I like the pairings and they're grouping people off differently because, you know, we've had Michael and Tahani a few times, obviously Chidi and Eleanor a few times, but now we're, we're pairing them off a little bit differently. We do start off with Chidi and Eleanor, though. We always have to get into our kind of you know, shenanigans. Of yeah. Uh, yep. So this week we talked specifically about contractualism. And contractualism is just kind of like your obligation to society and your obligation to other people. And this is something that I think Eleanor struggles with big time. She does not see herself contractually obligated to other people in nope. the way that I think most of us normal human beings do. I think I'm right. on that side. I don't know. I, I feel kind of I feel kind of bad saying that, but I was like, eh, not to the point of her doing what she did in the flashback. Like that was pretty bad. But like me, I'm like, no, I, I can kind of do what I want. And that'll either help me or hinder me. We'll see. But I definitely see where yeah. she's she's at right now. Yeah, she she struggles with it. And her and her flashback in this episode really uh showcased that big time where she was brought in to house sit dog sit for a woman which oh, why i gotta say why, why? would this lady that's pick on her? that woman she's met sure. her right like clearly she's met her right why would she do that so uh i have a i have a story about when i sat uh, a house oh, no. and a dog oh, no. no oh god no 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 well actually yes 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 it's sort of like that well i was um house sitting for somebody not not somebody i know or related to but i was house sitting for my girlfriend at the time long story short i had no connection to this person i was kind of house sitting for and taking feeding their dogs so i was like huh they they'll give me free alcohol i I can do it whatever so uh every just like free wi-fi you and eleanor are proving oh my god yes oh jesus yeah so they gave me alcohol i was fine with it but i would have to give these dogs their pills in the morning and the night and feed them as well but the lady insisted that i I give them fast food to eat all the time. And I was like, wait, what? I can't do that. And she's like, yeah, that's like, what they what, always what, eat. What do you, what do you give them? Uh, like, do y'all have Arby's? Do you know what Arby's is? Like yeah. the beef that yeah. she had like that portioned out for each day of the week. She had like burgers, fries, like stuff like that all portioned out. Fries? I don't know, man. I don't know. Sodium is terrible for dogs. Like, it's not great for humans, which is but it's why, terrible for dogs. Which explains why I had to shove two pills down their throat every morning and night, which is kind of ridiculous. Oh my gosh. And, I mean, uh, that was my moral dilemma because I got free alcohol and I got paid very well. And I had to take care of their dogs, but I didn't like the way that she was taking care of their dogs. So I didn't know what to do. So I was in a big dilemma. 
moral dilemma. Did you kidnap the yeah, dogs man. and take them home to save them from this life of bad food and taking pills to counteract the bad food when you could just buy dog food because they make it? The lady was is is a very very uh, important judge in the city that I live in, so she will remain nameless, and I, I will not do any of that things. <laughs> None of that for me. <laughs> uh- Great. Wow. But that was my so, yeah. watching the dog So Eleanor's story. intentions were less good than yours um, because she basically just decides she's going to, you know, feed, overfeed the dogs. But anyways, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get into that. So Eleanor and Michael are together in this story because Michael needs help. And he also needs a friend. He really gets into the show Friends to learn about life as humans wonders how they could afford that apartment because that's something that only a big you know (laughs) eternal being would actually ponder but he gets really into the show friends and he tells eleanor that right now because he's so dumbfounded not just an assistant he needs a friend so eleanor decides she's gonna do friend stuff for him right which is pretty cool which is kind of fun and they go on this whole adventure of doing friend stuff and like him discovering friendship and him studying i imagine him just like studying friendship and friends and then just be like oh they have a whole show about friends let me watch the whole thing and that's pretty ridiculous (laughs) to just imagine this all being just like i'm gonna watch friends well his whole fascination like i loved the bowl of paper clips that he had in his office oh my gosh crazy just for no reason because he thinks they're the coolest things ever sure they are the coolest well, things ever. But this is a guy who was wiping the tension off of the surfaces Out in the, the room. Air. Like, oh, I'm sorry about the mess. You can't, you can't see in I nine forgot dimensions. you can't see in nine yeah, dimensions. That was so wild. And he says there's a lot of tension in the room, and it's not just like in Friends, Phoebe would like pull that stuff out of the air. No, he's like white, like clearing off the chair before she sits down. <laughs> that was <laughs> really was funny. That was sorry. Pardon me. But yeah, he's so obsessed with these with these human things. And it's so Eleanor kind of finds a loophole in this deal because he she, he needs a friend. He needs help figuring stuff out. He's looking for the answer in rocks. Eleanor knows that he's not going to find the answer in rocks. She doesn't want him to find the answer. She does promise. I love this. She does promise that if they take a break, it will clear his head. And that that will definitely help both of us out. And I think to a degree, she's pretty right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's being honest. She like, that's the only thing she can say in that moment. Right. And she ends up basically being like his Ferris Bueller for the day. Like, just takes him on this little side field trip away from the things that he'd normally do. And that's when they get into the karaoke and playing ski ball and bowling. And she teaches him how to get extra tickets out of the ski ball machine. And they're just jamming and they're having a blast. There's no question about it. Because the whole extra ticket thing still happens in the good place. Like, that's still a thing, apparently. And he wins this small child that is yellow with overalls and he can't help but love it and i was like minions (laughs) i hate minions (laughs) oh boy well he comes to the conclusion that you know he's he's studied humans and he's he's studied friendship and all that kind of stuff but what he didn't realize that oftentimes in our life and this is because he just wants to get to work all the time. I mean, he's looking for nefarious sticks and, and you know, every step <laughs> where they, they do something fun, he's like, oh, okay, well, we can get back to work. And she's like, no, 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 
There's more fun things. It's not just the karaoke. It's the ski ball. And ski ball is just miniature version of bowling. Bowling's even better. And he's like, I get it. Humans just want to have fun. Oh, humans <laughs> just want to have. That's all they really so, want. Well, he doesn't do that, but he gets it. Like sometimes it's like all we focus on is how much fun we can have. So as of right now, and hi, I'm Jules the Human. I haven't watched past this episode, but as of right now, we only know that he's not human so like they're they're explicitly saying that he wasn't human this is an entirely another being yep okay so that yeah. makes a lot of sense that why he doesn't know about humans he didn't just forget it kind of like how you know time lord no he's so old that he forgot a bunch of stuff or whatever the, this person has never been a human being right is that what i'm getting yes okay yeah, that, yeah. that's right i you know what it kills me that we're not doing spoilers on this and that you haven't seen anything I wanna, further. I want to keep it a there's mystery. so much I need to talk about with these episodes <laughs> and I can't. Oh, no. It's awesome. That's what I love about this show is even even now, two seasons in, we're coming up on season three, there's every episode something new unfolds and it's awesome. It's true. I think what we'll have to do is maybe after season one or after like we do season one and two go back and do like a whole recap where we can point out all of the stuff that it's like, Oh, see if I had seen that and you yeah, know, right. it'll be fun. Sure. Um, but yeah, so, so they have their kind of day of fun and then they go their separate ways. And then Michael and, and Eleanor convene the next day and he's had an epiphany. He's like, dude, that totally worked. I cleared my head. I had a whole different way of thinking about this. It's not a thing. It's gotta be a person that's wrong with this world and that scares the shirt out of Eleanor. Yep. And she thinks she's done because it's like, "Oh my god, this is not this is exactly the opposite of what I wanted to happen." <laughs> and right. And I love I love the double fake outs when they get like, "Here's a list of the 13 oh, people that, that were here cleaning up." And here's a list of the 12,000 that were flying yeah. overhead. And it's like you have that moment where you think she's going to get found out and then you know that she's not going to. Yeah. And then they they pull the rug out from under you again by going to the restaurant and doing the same damn thing. And it's still as effective. There's like three different times where the list goes from 12 to like 200 yeah. because of one search parameter that Janet needs to add in. They just keep calling Janet and Janet's like, yeah, I can help you out with that. There was 13 people here. But... Almost everybody was flying overhead, so they could be part of the problem as sure. well. And they just keep going to these crash sites, you know, quote unquote, for lack of a better term, to try and figure it out. And every time they get to this broad search, Eleanor's like, oh, too bad. Let's go do some more karaoke. Or she brings paddle ball or something in for <laughs> the, the next day. Like she's prepared for another day of fun. Yep. Um, oh, but yeah. they keep going. And with, and with every try, Michael gets a little more dejected. Now, First of all, when we first start this day, Kevin, this is on you. That is a banging suit that Michael's wearing this day. Am I right? Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he the the bow tie, everything about it. <laughs> He's a got plus, like a one deep of his best. purple bow tie with a light lilac shirt and this like really cool small like almost gingham check sport coat like. That I, I'm sorry. Out of all the Michael looks so far with the purple pocket square, he was rocking it that day. But after three or four tries, realizing that he's not gonna be able to narrow this search parameter, he requests something from Janet, <laughs> and it is something that I would like to dub the Depression hoodie. Oh my God, 
the depression hoodie with the bow tie <laughs> made my day. Right. There is n- that. That's my good place. Oh, right. God. There. That was such fun. It's the ultimate in depression because he takes his sport coat off, but just doesn't even have the will to get rid of the rest of the garb the fancy stuff is still on he just pulls the hoodie over his head and pretty much gets into the fetal position on the floor because he's just i don't know what to do he is just done with life and he just wants to lay there and he's just like well what i i have nothing left and i cannot figure this out i am a failure and they talk a lot about how he has a boss that are that is above him and that I don't know what that is or who is who that is or what's going on, but he has somebody that's above him that's going to be really mad that he screwed all this up and he just wants to lay down, man. <laughs> In and then we go hoodie. we go to a flashback because Michael's like done. So we go to a flashback and Eleanor's watching this this house and watching this dog and one of her like jerk friends come over and she's got tickets to Rihanna in vegas and they have to go see that show free drinks man with rihanna right i mean you can't pass that up how do you say no you don't say no except for eleanor's gonna watch this dog and apparently she doesn't know a whole lot about dogs because dogs can go a day like her friend's coming home the next day Dogs can go a day yeah. without eating. Sure. It's really not that big a deal. Yeah. My dog elects to go a day without eating all the time. Like, food's in the bowl. She goes over and looks at it 17 times during the day and just like, nah, dude, I'm not hungry. And she'll finish it the next day. It's not a big deal. But no, Eleanor <laughs> dumps all the food into like measuring cups and the bowl. And then for good measure, puts another bag and informs the dog that's only for emergencies. You hear me? <laughs> I mean, if I... I you know, not just dogs. I think if I had to, or if I needed to, for some reason, I can go a day. Pretty much anything can go a day without eating for 24 hours. Like it's not literally going to make you starve. So uh, her thinking there was kind of ridiculous. <laughs> and she just leaves the bag open. Just, uh, just all the food. Here you go. Just in case. And I didn't, I don't know if this is, it's kind of ridiculous. The dog just eats everything, which, you know, a dog probably would do that or try to do that at least. And it gets huge. (laughs) Yeah, the dog gets huge. The friend comes up wheelbarrowing the dog, you know, like apparently weeks later and the belly's still huge. Uh, But really what it dawns on Eleanor is, is that in this world of contractualism where most people fulfill their commitments and, and do what's best for the other person. She has a history of failure and the guilt as it always seems to do in these flashbacks gets the best of her. And she says to Michael, listen, man, I'm going to do whatever it is you need to help find this person. I, whatever it is, I'm committed. And she's resigned to, if that's her getting found out, that's her getting found out. And it causes an epiphany in Michael. And we're going to come back to that later because we're going to rewind it back to the beginning and our opening scene with Jason or Jianyu in this case and Tahani. Tahani wants to go to a spa with Jianyu, not so they can get massaged, but so they can get massaged and talk. Like, is this something people do at the spa? I don't know. I don't like people touching me. <laughs> yeah, I honestly me. never have gotten a massage, like, professionally or gone to anything. Like, I hate when certain people that cut my hair talk to me. Like, that's as far as I go. Like, uh, Yeah, I, I cut my own hair. That's as far as I go. 
I've had massages. I've never had a couple's massage. So I've always been like in a room by myself with the masseuse. And it is a super relaxing experience. They've got the tranquil music playing and raindrops falling sound effects. And man, if if I had to sit there and talk to someone, I feel like it would take all of the relaxation out of it. So sure. I don't know if couples massages are actually couples like having intimate conversations. But I guess in Tahani's world where you talk all the time. Yeah. To Tahani, that's how it would go. That's right? her relaxation, just talking constantly. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a problem for Jason. No? I mean, this is a problem for him. I, you know, again, haven't seen anything forward. This, the jig is going to be up way too soon. Like, come on, man. You can only do this for so long. Something's going to happen. He's shaking the magic eight ball to get his answers for Tahani. <laughs> like, this is on thin on thin ice but like come on you're you're gonna have to fess up sometime soon and i'm just waiting for that ice to break yeah he's at the point where all of his answers to tahani are coming from a magic eight ball he's he's at his last wits where it comes to trying to relate with her verbally and not blow his cover so he goes to his friend his true companion chidi and is like chidi i need your help man like maybe you could come with us and chidi's like i uh, no. I will not be going to a couple's massage with you until Tahani comes in and he, in typical cheaty fashion, has to do the thing that's best for Jason. And he agrees to play the most awkward third wheel possible in a couple's spa day with Jianyu, the Buddhist monk, and Tahani, the ever talkative British socialite. Cannot compute. Cannot compute. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'm not going to explode. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that was that one of the better thing, uh, Janet scenes right there. Yeah, that whole thing just sounds ridiculous. And and I mean, I'm waiting for. We're seeing the beginnings of it right now. But again, I'm waiting for Cheedy to break too. Like he's already seen somewhat of his brink, and now he has to do two people keep two people under wraps that aren't supposed to be in the good place i'm waiting for him to break like he's it it's all gonna implode somewhere maybe at the end of season one we'll see but it, it's it's on thin ice all of it everything yeah so they get in the spa and janet is the only one there working so they're trying to figure out how this happens logistically and <sighs> Tiahani's like well I'll get a massage and Jason you can stand by me and talk and in one of the most awkward things I've ever seen Chidi goes well or you could get a massage and I could massage Jianyu and he looks like he's in pain even suggesting yeah that was great oh yeah and he's just kind of draping his hands over Johnny's back. He's not doing a damn thing with that. It's Come like on. he's typing on a typewriter. Am yeah, I right? Much. His fingers are just moving across his. It's just so awkward. And Tahani's trying to talk to him, and Jason's got nothing. She asks him about, wants to talk about the arts, and she says she loves impressionists. And she asks him who his favorite artists are, and he begins to talk about how Pitbull changed the game. He did kind of change the game, oh, though. God. Not going to lie. That's no, that's not even a no. So, yeah. So Chidi puts his hand over Jason's mouth as if he's massaging his mouth area. And that awkwardness gets over. And then they're in getting facial masks together. And Jason's got his already. Chidi's got his. And Janet can't get the mask to adhere to 
Tahani's tiny pores. That's weird. I don't know anything how that works. So, right? God. And that's the thing that I get that gets me there too is because then she's like, oh, well, this is uh, to be expected. I have such tiny pores. Nothing will adhere to my skin. Jianyu, tell me about your pores. (laughs) What? And she's disappointed Uh, when he can't answer. (laughs) She's trying so hard, man. Yeah. (laughs) If like, you're stuck there with the person that's supposed to be your person and they just won't talk and you're not relating. I would try and talk about pores too. I think she's talked enough to where she's tried everything else. She has, she's just out of conversations, which for someone like her who talks so much, it takes a while to get yep. there. Yeah. But she's I think there. the poor talk is where it finally comes to a head. So then there, right. she wants to go to the sauna. They're out, they're out of the spa and Chidi comes into the butthole and he's he's given Jason some advice. And Jason thinks he's cracked the code. He thinks that Tahani is into impressionist paintings. So he gets a painting of Frank Caliendo. Frank Caliendo. Oh my God. I'll give him credit. Caliendo's good. Like he's there funny. are a few better. Yeah. He's fine. He's pretty good. <laughs> there are a few better at impressions. Then Frank Caliendo, but clearly not what Tahani was talking about. And, you know, Chidi's like, maybe you should try something different. And then he and he and uh, Tahani actually end up on a little soul friends date. D- I the, don't know. Uh, soul friends? They looked like a yeah. regular date. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> they both like the same painting. Mm, that they, looked they like the same painter or impressionist painter or whatever. And, um, I, uh, man, that's cool. I didn't even think about that. That was not even a thought in my mind that those those two could probably be good together. So uh, that's that's my ship. I ship them for sure. They <laughs> they seem kind of kind of perfect. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, they do definitely share a lot of common traits. They're both into Degas, and uh, they they do a little, kind of a date kind of thing there where they discover each other's likes and dislikes and Chidi being the chivalrous man that he does uh, comes up with this idea for Janet to get a paint an impressionist painting of three Tahanis because what would Tahani like more than one Tahani is three Tahanis that's right and Jason gives it to her Jianyu gives it to her and she is over the moon excited about that like just completely over the top excited that he would give that to her Oh, which is kind of ridiculous, and she set her standards way too low for him, but whatever. She just wants somebody. She just wants her person, and that's okay, I guess. Cheaty, yeah. come on, man. It's, it's got a gold frame and everything, though, right? I mean, it's perfect. <laughs> okay. She's going to put it in some room she never goes to, and then just kind of, <laughs> you know, t- uh, take people there once every thousand years for brunch to go see it. Like, come on now. Ugh. <laughs> Well, hey, you got eternity. You got to fill your time with something. There you go. But so, they, so their situation temporarily kind of solved. She thinks that Jason shows his love and doesn't say his love. But Michael has called everybody together in the town square the next day for a big announcement. Not a good announcement, but one that would get people really scared. Eleanor, of course, thinks Michael's figured out it's a person. He's figured out it's her because he ran away from that whole conversation and she's she's prepared for it. She she tells Chidi, listen, I know that he's figured it out. I couldn't, you know, keep up the straight any longer. But can you take down the clown paintings? 
because in the beginning of this episode, leave the sexy mailman. Yeah, we, we we found out that she has named the clowns, which she hates. You've got uh, psycho clown, creepo clown, crazy head clown, clown, and freak feet nightmare clown and nightmare george washington clown <laughs> but she took one down put up a sexy mailman she's like just just keep up the sexy mailman to remember me, remember me by <laughs> and then in typical the good place fashion michael says he knows who it is drum roll waiting for him to say eleanor and he says it's him and that he needs to leave the good place forever no Fremulon. What? So, so four out of five yeah. cliffhanger endings that were like pretty epic. So they're, you know, they're doing pretty well, I think. And it's, it's super interesting. And I definitely want to keep watching. Cause what is good? I yeah. Mean, I mean, what does point. that mean? Like, what's going to happen? Is he going to leave and that's still going to be crazy? Are they never going to have, like, if something gets way too crazy, is he just not going to watch the place anymore? Uh, so many things. I'm we just know that we love Michael. Michael has become endearing to us, and he's got to leave, and nobody wants Michael to leave. No. But I just love you. I mean, you're right, Jules. Four out of five. It's like every episode, we end with something where I can't wait for next week. It's a perfect way to end a show because you're thinking, I can't wait until next week. It's not like the show has a chance of of falling off your radar and, and getting buried in your DVR, you're leaving the show going, man, I got to mark my calendar because I got to watch the show next week so I can figure out what happened. It's one of the few shows that I really try to watch almost as soon as it's available on whatever streaming service, Hulu or whatever. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's definitely getting there for me. I know once I start watching it more and, and getting into it, like, because I, I want to stay on that. I don't know what's going to happen next. And that's really difficult for me because I do want to just keep binging it on Netflix. Like, I just want to keep watching, but I want to like, it, it's more interesting. And, you know, it's how it's going to be for season three, we would have to wait every week. So I want to get in the the habit of doing it right now. So it won't feel different later. I'm going to give Jules credit because I don't know if I were in his situation, I might just start binging it. But for the good of the show, yeah. <laughs> it's the odd. way he's doing this. Please, Jules. Yeah. Yeah. Big, big, big so, ups to Jules. So, so yeah. hey, give Jules love on social media this week. <laughs> if Go you're watching the... it with me, definitely let me know. That would be super cool. If you're watching this for the first time, definitely let us know at Nerdy Things Pod or in the Everything is Fine, a Good Place podcast facebook group or the instagram everything is fine podcast that on instagram and we would definitely want to know and i want to know i'm not alone that people are watching it with me that would be very cool so yeah jules is like in the good place with no soulmate right now he's oh no cheaty situation (laughs) he really wants to know that someone else is there with him so yeah if if you're found us somehow when you were first getting into the show or if you followed us from nerdy things pod and 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 for some reason you're going through this for the first time make yourself known people tell us tell us what you think plot twist and if that person actually becomes my soulmate what right? <laughs> uh, 
So yeah, and if you're if you're like Kevin and I are just big fan, uh, join in the discussion this week. Go to the Facebook discussion group, like Jules said. Go to nerdythingspod.com. Check out all of our stuff. If you've enjoyed our discussions here, I think you'll probably enjoy our other podcast too. So search for Nerdy Things Podcast. Um, oh. Any of those places where you can find us. Also, question for the people that are listening. I know it's like uh, it, it could be bigger and we can grow and stuff. Tell your friends, of course. That's that's one thing. That's not a question, but the question is: Would y'all like? like merch of of the show or something i don't know if y'all would like that would y'all be interested in that because nerdy things podcast has merch and stuff so we have a bunch of merch designs would you like everything is fine merch for some reason some cover art some some pictures of of these characters or or funny sayings or anything would y'all be interested in that let us know in uh the facebook group and everywhere like tim said to find us i'm i'm curious because we can we can definitely do that that'll be definitely something cool and interesting we can do but we got to know that there's like a demand for it so definitely let us know yeah, hit us up with all all of your stuff this week on social media at Nerdy Things Pod anywhere at Everything Is Fine Podcast on Instagram at the Everything Is Fine Podcast Facebook discussion group. Get at us all of those places. We want to hear from you, and please, because we asked before when you were a new podcast. It's awesome that you guys are here listening. We appreciate every one of you. We've grown way faster than we thought already, so we really appreciate that. But we want more people to get involved just for the sake of having a community around this show. We love it. So yeah. so tell your friends, share us on other discussion groups where you talk about the show, but go to iTunes if you can and rate us and review us because that makes us more searchable. That brings us up charts where people might be able to just stumble across us and maybe they'll get into the show because they're like, hey, what is this thing? I don't even know. So yeah, go give us reviews and rate us if you wouldn't mind. We appreciate it. But guys, this has been Everything is Fine, a Good Place podcast. Kevin, Jules, and Tim, we thank you so much. And as always, have a great rest of your day. Bye. Bye.